Perpetrator. And this is Ash from Experience Required. And this is Welcome to Episode 6 of Well Isn't That Interesting. And today we are talking about Possession. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, we decided we're going to do the next couple of episodes uh, with a spooky theme for Halloween. So, we thought Possession would be a good kickstart to Halloween spooky, interesting, interesting things. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? How you been? Feeling like fall. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, she doesn't do well in the heat. Being kissed by fire. <laughs> She's a phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got my pumpkins on. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And my overalls. This is like Halloween theme <laughs> number two. Isn't there some movie that's supposed to be you know, running around in overalls killing people? I'm sure. Yeah. That's not what I was going for, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> in a cornfield or something. Although I do like. think I scared the crap out of your daughter when I walked up the door. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Standing there in my overalls all. Okay, well, speaking of possessed, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, I guess we can kickstart this. Uh, this all started because she read a book by uh, Richard Gallagher, M.D called Demonic Foes, and Richard Gallagher is a psychiatrist that became friends with a priest and sat in on exorcisms and did extensive research into possession and um, exorcism, obviously, and how people, so his idea is that, or was that, like, all possession cases could be explained by mental illness, essentially. Yeah. But then what ended up happening was after, you know, 10, 15 years of research and sitting in on exorcisms and interviewing people that thought they had been possessed or that had been engaged in some sort of, like, ritual or what what have you. Right. Um, and then they, like, felt weird afterward or whatever. He finally experienced a single case that, convinced him that it could be real. So, what what made him believe that this one case was real? That I don't recall. From the book. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have to read the book yourself. Uh, she was not paid for this promotion. <laughs> um... Well, there are, I think one of the things that I learned from this research that I've done is that I didn't realize how many, you know, exorcisms and, um, are still going on now. Mm -hmm. Um, from what I read, I guess we should back up, okay? Um, for those of you who are in the dark about possessions, 
uh, it's not just for Catholics, okay? Multiple, like, uh, one of the things I read said 74% um, 74% of all societies believe in possession. So, um, the highest like, um, believe, uh, like, the, in the Pacific cultures, they're the ones that believe the most in possessions, and, uh, Native Americans believe the least in possessions. So, um, it's a spectrum, and it, it's varying degrees of what kind of possessions, like, um, obviously, we all know about Catholics, uh, with demons, but, uh, Islam's, Hindus, uh, Hindus, um, obviously all the, like, African cultures believe they have, you know, so, um, did you say Buddhists? And, I don't know, Buddhists. I read something about Buddhists in there. Um, I mean, I mean it's like everywhere. Um, if and you think about it. Different types of things. Every, like, established faith across the world and throughout history had some sort of belief about, like, spirits. Right. And so it makes sense that they also believe that spirits can occupy yeah. a human or an animal or whatever, you know? Right. Um, or, like, take over another spirit, essentially. Right. Um, I forgot where I started off with Possession is when, you know, the general definition of a possession is when a demon or a spirit enters your body and takes over your consciousness and or your, um, you know, takes over you <laughs> and your soul, uh, and you have no control over it. Um, mostly what I read about and the most famous are Catholics. Yep. Um, and, oh, that's where I was going with it, is now there are 150 priests in America who perform exorcisms. And so I didn't realize how, I mean, that seems like a small number, but that's, I mean, that's actually quite a lot. I think they... Catholicism works uh, like a corporation mm -hmm. <laughs> as far as like regional management, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's only 150 ordained exorcists yeah. ordained by the Catholic Church in the United States, but they like head up their region of the United States. Right. So. I mean, that's, you saying it's like a corporation, it's kind of funny because the information, where I got that from was the encyclopedia, the Catholic encyclopedia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like a handbook, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> the employee manual. Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, so it's kind of, uh, I think the one thing that you have to give credit to, though, is that they, they do say that people should be getting, you know, mental and physical exams before they are exercised, mm -hmm. you know, um, and they know that that is an issue that their people can be having mental issues and yeah. only before you know only after their mental state has been clear if it can only be anything you know if it can't be anything other than possession. That's when they'll do 
Yeah. And exorcism. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't always the case. Right. And people got hurt and people died. Well, just as recently as 2018, people have died from mm-hmm. exorcisms. Um, mostly, uh, I think, um, I'm not, I think it was in New Jersey in 2005 is when, um, somebody, there was a boy who drowned from an exorcism. Yeah. Um, like, because he was autistic. So things <coughs> haven't changed much in, like, 200 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the, so, I think what's hard about this subject, too, is that what's to say, you know, like a mental illness, right? Mm-hmm. Because... I mean, there's always this fine line between faith and, well, someone like me, who I am without faith. I am atheist, right? Mm -hmm. So I could easily walk up to somebody and just say, well, that's, that's crazy. That is crazy. You think that you're possessed? You're crazy, Mm. right? But someone who is, you know, Catholic or, you know, anything could say, well, but that's the whole point of faith. That's the whole point of religion is to believe. Mm-hmm. You know? But then it's the, it's like the, the skeleton key, right? Yeah. That movie with, where they're doing like hoodoo magic or whatever. They're like, it can't hurt you if you don't believe in it. So, so essentially, you're safer. Yeah. Than anyone else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, as time goes on, more and more mental illnesses are being recognized. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, two hundred years ago, uh, thank you, Iron Man. Um, you know, especially in the past hundred years, you know, more and more are being recognized. Um, one of which was, you know, epilepsy. That was, like, one of the ones that are, that they're saying people were possessed by, you know. Yeah. Possessed by the, I, (laughs) okay, for any of you who don't know, I'm epileptic, okay? Disclaimer. Bias. Okay? (laughs) I find it kind of weird when people say that epileptics are possessed because, like, you come out of it without anybody doing anything. Right. (laughs) Like, um, (laughs) hey! I'm a witch, goddammit. I'm not possessed. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it doesn't make... It doesn't make any sense when somebody says to me that their thought process is that they're possessed. Mm -hmm. Because you come out of it right away. Or... Right, you know. Well, and there's even, like, with... um you know, various mental condition, mental health conditions, like uh, schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. If you are under enough stress, like, the existing damage or deficiency within your brain can throw you into a seizure without epilepsy. Yeah. Like, I worked in a group home mm-hmm. taking care of people with, you know, mental disabilities, and one of my clients was schizophrenic. And he had seizures, and he would, you know, he would freak the fuck out and throw himself on the ground and slam his head against shit. And yeah. 
And I never was like, demons! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to believe, to (laughs) take that leap of faith, going from seeing a medical condition and then jumping to the conclusion that it's because of something religious, whether mm-hmm. that's possession or whatever. I'm a little quiet, by the way. Is this better? to possess the volume button. Is this better? Okay. Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad we got that fixed. Um... So, well, we, I guess we can move on to a different thing. I, what I didn't know is that there were, there are six different, um, the Catholic Church mm-hmm. defined, has six different... I think you mean the corporation. The corporation. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the corporation uh, has six different, um ways of, like, defining demonic interference. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's possession, obviously, but then there's obsession, mm-hmm. where, they, where a demon might go into your thoughts and give you obsessive thoughts. Like, like... Okay, obsessive. but... That is true of anxiety disorder, depressive disorder, bipolar disorder... You know, ADD, ADHD, like obsessive thoughts is. And it says, usually symptom, usually through dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Squinty eyes. (laughs) 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 Iron Man says we call that bipolar people. Okay, uh, the third one is oppression, so, like, misfortune. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, you lose your house, or you lose your job, or or you break your leg. Yeah, or somebody smacks your hand when you already broke a finger. That's not misfortune. <laughs> That's intent. <laughs> um... The fourth one is external pain. Oh, that's three and four, Iron Man. Um, infestation. So, houses, objects, things, animals, so like Ouija boards. 
Um, in, I think it's, uh, shit, what is it? Um, Jewish people have what is called a Dybbuk box. Oh, yeah, I was reading that and I could not get, um, Babadook out of my head when I was reading that word. <laughs> um, so a Dybbuk box, like, you... Put items in it that are attached to, like, an entity, like an evil spirit or a demon or whatever. Like, um, objects that essentially bind the entity to the box and then lock up the box. Oh, so for... But then, if somebody opens the box... It's like a Pandora's box. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, surprise! Depressed rest of the best test of possession recession. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then subjection is involuntary or is is voluntary. So, so that would be like a ritualistic, like opening up of yourself, yeah, like, a, like a seance to reception of. Mm-hmm you know, spirits yeah. or demons or whatever. Yeah. Okay. They also have the characteristics of a possession. Okay. okay. So, obviously, superhuman strength. Mm-hmm. Like when you see in the movies. But also, <laughs> uh, schizophrenic people have bouts of that. Even old people with dementia get, like, wildly fucking strong periodically. Hmm. Uh, speaking in tongues. What do you have to say about that? Speaking in tongues. So, really? does that include, like, speaking in other languages that you don't right. know? Right. So, speaking in tongues is a fucking weird-ass thing that I don't agree with any validity behind it. Um, but that's a thing that, like, my husband's mom believes in yeah. from going to gospel churches and yeah. stuff like that. Um, revelation of knowledge. So this means like saying things that you wouldn't nor you wouldn't know, like that you would have no way of knowing. Right. So if I you know said something to you like, oh, when you were six. Or, like, I know what you're thinking. Or mm-hmm. Right. And then they called it blasphemous rage, profanity, and aversion to... Um, Religious objects. Yeah. Scripture, yeah. prayer, holy water. Yeah. All the... I the think tools my of the corporation. <laughs> um, my thing that I see, like, for that, that can just be show. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, especially now, if you've heard about it, if you see it on TV, mm-hmm. you know, you basically know what a, um, you know what a, possessed person is supposed to be like. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like with movies and TV and stuff, it's still so grossly dramatized. Yeah. And, like, overdone. Just like with, you know, haunting stuff or whatever. Like, they have to overdo it because it's not actually that impressive if you witness it firsthand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like with this, I'm like, okay, someone probably based on that. I am like, I cuss all the time, you know, like. And you have epilepsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> C- 
come at me. Yeah. <laughs> you throw a cross at me, I'm probably going to be pissed off. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I'll be speaking in tongues, but you're not going to really be able to understand what I'm going to be saying because I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> but, I mean, it just seems like the qualifications for this are kind of, you know, vague. Vague and, you know, you can explain them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was, like, the whole purpose of uh, Richard Gallagher's research was to debunk the theory of possession. Yeah. Or the, you know, belief in it or whatever. Yeah. Um... Oh, one of the things, too, is, uh, so like I said, there was, they don't really, um, they, I think I said this, but there's nothing in, um, okay, first of all, I'm getting a little distracted. <laughs> yes. I am distracted by the pitter-patter of the big feet that are upstairs. That sounds like a devil. With giant feet. Um, but the, uh, it's MDM, right? The medical journals that recognize, mm -hmm. they don't recognize anything regarding demons or possession or anything like that. Right. They do have monomania and a subsection of that is demonomania, which is the illusion of having a demon inside of you. Right. So somebody with schizophrenia Yeah. Says who goes to mass three times a week or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's structured, but, um... <coughs> Nick's mom goes to mass three times a week. Oh, well, ding, I got it. Uh, schizophrenia, you go to mass, you know, Hollywood has been, like, pumping this crazy idea out there for decades now. And you're having a fucking episode. And suddenly, it's not that you're schizophrenic. It's that a demon has possessed you. Like... Yeah. And you're... Like, you are convinced of it. Yeah. Um... One of the things that they're saying about exorcisms... So... They're saying that the power of suggestion, the reason why some, um, that the reason that exorcisms work is because, um, it's the power of suggestion, mm -hmm. or this is a term so weird, shamanistic complex. Okay. Okay really hard to look at. It's basically, so, a shaman, right, right, can be in the form of any religion, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so, a shaman's a priest. But, because you believe in your priest, right, that he will do right by you, mm -hmm. therefore, he does right by you. Mm -hmm. So, just the power of belief in him, it's a placebo effect, basically. Yeah. Like, it's only working because you believe in him. Right. That he's going to do good. Well, wouldn't that be like, um... Like a, med yeah. like a medicine doctor, or what are they called? The, the medicine man? Yeah. Medicine men? Like, um... So, like, the only reason those 
treatments work is because mm-hmm. you believe that they're gonna work. Faith healing and yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 It's like that's why those like the exorcisms work. Mm-hmm. It's because you're believing that it's gonna work. Because he's performing it. Right. So what if they sent a priest that you didn't know he still, to exercise you? He still has the collar, right? Still part of the corporation. Right? So it's your like faith in the church as a whole mm-hmm. that right. alleviates the symptoms of whatever you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. right. So, you think you have a demon in you, mm-hmm. you think the only way to get it out, to fight the evil, is with the good, and the good is the church. Right. And you see a man come in with the collar, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, I am... I guess so you are an atheist you don't believe in anything I believe in infinite possibility yeah so while I am skeptical of a lot of things I do like to explore the possibilities of those things But also, as somebody who has diagnoses of mental health problems, I have had times where I was like, I don't feel like myself. Yeah. But never a time where I was like, there is a demonic force (laughs) invading my life. And I need help. <laughs> well, but if so, you grew up in a religious setting, though. Mm-hmm. If you maybe were acting extremely unlike yourself, mm-hmm. and you were in a setting where they were they believed that you could have been that if it weren't your if it wasn't you mm-hmm. it could be a demon right i mean that's how you get there yeah um i do remember being like probably about 5 and i had had like for an extended period of time had like recurring nightmares and I would wake up every night like sweaty and crying and like freaked out and whatever and so one night my parents called their pastor to our house Mm -hmm. and he came over and so when I woke up as I had been doing every night a and, uh, like, around the same time, I had a really strict bedtime. So it would be, you know, like, two or three hours mm-hmm. after going to bed, I would wake up. And waking up and the pastor being there, which was bizarre to me. <laughs> and then being uh, anointed with oil. So he, like had like a little vial of oil like that's blessed or whatever and he marked a cross on my forehead and like prayed over me and then sent me back to bed but I like that is at five you're like I had an exorcism. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, 
it's not an exorcism, but that is, it's not close, but it's, you know, in the, within the same belief realm, right? Right. They're trying well, to... Well, and uh, it didn't change anything. Yeah. I was a child. I had an overactive imagination. Yeah. I was uh, terrified of everything. Yeah. Because I was so sheltered. Yeah by my parents and like being in a religious household and in church and whatever like it <laughs> it didn't change anything it didn't like affect me on some deep kind of level yeah like, but it made my parents feel better about me being scared of everything. Yeah. And least, having nightmares. Like. Yeah, at least you're psychologically, you know, something's wrong but with you then, psychologically like, and not demonically, I guess. Right. <laughs> so then, you know, you have to think about... Because um, when you're a kid and you're in church, and I mean, this is... This has changed, I feel like, a little bit since we were kids, where, like, at school, right, the staff actually talk to the kids mm -hmm. and try to get, like, a kid's side of the story yeah. before addressing things with parents. Mm -hmm. But when we were kids... Oh, yeah. Every fucking thing was whatever your mom and dad said about it, that was it. Yeah. And so, how many little kids, how many five-year-olds having nightmares every night, their parents went to a fucking priest and were like, you need to perform an exorcism on my child. Yeah. Because it's only been, you know, in probably the last 20 years that they've actually started considering, like, mental health factors or biological factors. Yeah. Before performing an exorcism. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, what, that was only, what, like, 30 years ago. Yeah. You know. That. For you. Uh, it was 29 years ago. Thank uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, disclaimer. I don't know exactly how old she is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough estimate. <laughs> um. Yeah. But, like, still. That's, like... 30 years ago, you'd think, you know, that's the 90s, you'd think people would be like, no. <laughs> your, your parents could take you to a psychiatrist and tell them, I think this thing is wrong with my kid. And you go home with a fucking prescription for narcotics. Yeah. When you're 13, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, that's how a lot of these, you know, possessions, uh, well, and that kind of explains a lot of the ones that are happening now, because a lot of these are happening in less developed countries now. Like, I wouldn't say that they're, like, third world countries, but, you know. Right. But, I mean, in... A lot of them are happening in, you know, South America, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are happening in um, the Pacific countries, like, you know, Thailand and, um, I don't know. Whatever's over there. The other ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, you know, it's, mental health is not as recognized, and they don't have access Right. To mental health care. Mm-hmm. So, and the, I think here in America, 
Catholicism is on a down slope where as in other countries that I mean that's a huge part of their culture is just religion you know mm-hmm. even if they maybe don't necessarily <clears throat> believe in it they still live it right you know mm-hmm. like they go to church all the time and they do the things and they have the candles you know mm-hmm. the candles and the you know they do all the things because that's what's culturally appropriate not necessarily religiously right you know and that I wanted to talk about was um, like mass mentality and mass hysteria mm-hmm. I think a lot of these things a lot of these possessions come from mass hysteria right you know well just like you were saying exorcisms only work through the power of suggestion right right who's to say that possessions don't only occur through the power of suggestion well yeah i mean because it's it's the same people that are gonna exercise your fucking demons that are going to be the first ones to tell you that you have demons in the first place. Well, it's... Yeah, I mean... Well, you have to have... You know, the players. Someone who believes that they're possessed. Mm-hmm. So, someone to buy into it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then somebody to exercise that. Yeah. So, I mean... All of these people can, they can all be convincing each other of all of these things. Like, I'm convincing you I'm possessed, or you're convincing me I'm possessed. Right. Or the priest is convincing me I'm possessed. Or, you know, it's like this, mm-hmm. you know, big circle of everyone's just like, yeah. You know, this mass hysteria of, you know, She's acting funny. Yeah. <laughs> or we're bored this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Like. Right. Or we just don't like that person. In this town of 100, in the middle of, you know, South America, we don't like this one person. Because she has epilepsy. Yeah. But we don't know what that is. Yeah. So it must be evil. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Or autism. That kid right. died with autism. Mm-hmm. And they tried to exercise him by putting him in, uh, I think it was a pool. Like a swimming pool. And they, drown- they, they drowned him. Turn it into holy water? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, like... Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> or, you know what, one of the... They, um, Mother Teresa, she had an exorcism. Mother effing Teresa Mm. had an exorcism. Yeah. Um, in a lot, I think more in, like, um, more underdeveloped countries, the stigmata is, like, a big part of yeah. possession, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and I think, I don't know if that necessarily, like, on the person, but they definitely believe, like, there's, like, two different kinds of possession. Like, um, so, like, there's a, I can't remember the name, but, you know, like, Mexican Catholic mm-hmm. is different than, like, you know, Roman Catholic. Right. But they, you know, they believe that, you know, the Mother Mary, her spirit will possess somebody or something also. So, you know, that's why they go to these holy sites and visit, you know, like, the Mother Mary who's, like, allegedly crying, or, you know, it's a statue that's crying, Mm -hmm. and 
it turns out it's like a, a this is a true story. It turned out it was a leak in the toilet system, and everybody was like kissing the statue's feet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's perfect. Yeah, or like you know when somebody like you know they have statues with the you know the stigmata in their hands, and mm-hmm. you know they think it's like a sign or something like that. And yeah, it's like the priest over there with the permanent marker. Like, <laughs> not really. That's not a true story. <laughs> but you I know, you have all these red sharpies. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we cannot. We cannot spend eight dollars every week on sharpies. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Actually, in possessions. Um, in real life positions. And, uh, like, in real life positions, cutting and stigmata and things like that, that is not real. Like, mm-hmm. nobody gets hurt as much or anything like that. Hi, Flow hosen. <laughs> uh, we are. How are you? Um, but anyway. Yeah. So, as far as I can tell, they're, from my research, they're not, they don't get as, like, injuries as much as, like, in a stigmata. Mm-hmm. Um situation. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thanks. Um, oh, Germany. Oh, thanks. Thanks for following. Appreciate it. We're, um, but I think with, because I don't think there's much more about, um, possession or anything if you have any more comments about possession do you have what did you think was most interesting in your research that you found um so my research was done like two years ago yeah reading that book that I referenced. Um, And then, you know, the countless movies about the subject. Um, I will say that I had one kind of freaky experience as a teenager at a Christian summer camp. Those are never good. And, um, and, what, Christian summer camps are all over the world? I, I don't, I, yeah, they should be banned. <laughs> um, yeah, I had, like, a weird, unexplainable experience there that, you know, there were four other witnesses to. And <laughs> Christian and Summer. Okay. <laughs> um, and I still, you know, am not swayed either way. Like, I don't identify as being a Christian. Um, and as I said, I believe in the infinite possibility of literally anything being anything. So, that said, can't explain it, don't know what it was. Being that it was in a Christian setting, you know, the witnesses to it had their theories, but... Did you get stigmata? No. I had, like, marks on my back, though. Am I trying to get out of you, or what? No, like, I got pushed to the ground, 
and you know, at camp, outside in the dark, just all of a sudden got thrown to the ground and had marks on my body. So, so everyone was all like, that's a demon! <laughs> everyone was like, stay away from her. <laughs> She's a demon! <laughs> yeah. She, that would be scary. Growing up Catholic, I mean. Um. <laughs> um. I don't think I've ever really had much in the way of experiences. Iron Man, I wish, he said that he saw eyes in the back of, like, a closet one time. Like, demon. Oh, eyes. I've had several very strange experiences, uh unexplainable. I don't attempt to try to explain them. Mm -hmm. What I can say is every single time that I experienced something bizarre, there was at least one witness to it. Yeah. So I know I'm not that crazy. But <laughs> um well there was that time that we <laughs> saw our next door neighbor mm -hmm. and she died and we heard music coming from her house. Oh yeah remember that mm -hmm. and Nick or he heard it mm-hmm yeah that was creepy yeah no one was there she was dead she was dead like a year somewhere else wasn't she I don't know if she actually died in there or not I don't yeah. know they I thought she got murdered too no I no. think we just thought she got no, she murdered. Didn't get murdered. <laughs> The one who got murdered was the wife in my mom's house, remember? That we and the kids. And the yep. kids. Got yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's a whole... That, okay, there's a ghost story for you, alright? <laughs> she can attest to how creepy this place is. So, my mom lives in like a ranch-style house with a basement, and... They bought this house from a guy who literally dug out the basement bucket by bucket, okay? And, like, there's, like, this crawl space room, and it's just, like, this creepiest, it's like, like a cave, right, that he dug out bucket by bucket. Well, when they signed the papers to this house... He said that the wife and the kids had already moved out. Nowhere to be seen. Okay? Except for there's all this weird shit that happens in the basement. Like, and around the house, like, we found all these, like, buried army men hiding in the, you know, in the garden. Like, they're just dead. Mm -hmm. Or, okay, so here's the creepy story, alright? I go downstairs, because I used to live down there, and the vacuum is on, but it wasn't plugged in. Alright? The vacuum wasn't plugged in. Mm. It was a demon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would have been nice if, like, the floor was actually cleaned, but it wasn't. It was just on. But whatever. Oh, hello, squared mo. It was not a wireless vacuum. I am not that rich. Um, it was just like a regular handheld vacuum. It was a freaky ghost vacuum because he killed his wife. And that I'm sticking to my guns on that one. That he killed his wife and buried her in the basement. And the kids. <laughs> and the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other one was, uh, so there was, like, a door to the crawl space room. It was a whole room. Ew. And, like, <laughs> the door would be, like, mysteriously opened. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> she gets freaked out by that room all the time. <laughs> yeah, it would just be open for no reason. Ugh. Um, oh my god, when I was dog sitting for your mom, I was so fucking 
scared in her house. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time I went over there, I was by myself. And I went over there at night a couple times. Yeah. It's freaky. Uh, uh, yeah. Just weird shit going on all the time <sighs> in that house. When my cousin spent the night there, she said that she saw a ghost. Oh. I've never actually seen a ghost. I was watching uh, Beetlejuice right before I came over, and <laughs> according to their handbook, most living people won't see the dead. Oh. Well, Beetlejuice is the ultimate authority on ghosts, so <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. why we can't see them. Yep. Um, yeah, so... I don't know if there was much else about possession. We should have looked more into the stigmata thing. I was super obsessed with stigmata and spontaneous combustion when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, both those things. Did you see the movie Stigmata? Fuck yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, the best movie Man, if they had, like, Google when I was a kid, like, it would have been amazing. I had to rely on, like, books. Yeah. (laughs) And movies. And then AOL. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) dial-up. Even then, I don't think they even had Google when I was a kid. No, it was Ask Jeeves. Oh, yeah, Ask Jeeves. And it was... Not correct. There were like five websites in the entire. No results found. (laughs) Spontaneous combustion. We have notified the FBI. (laughs) Resting like a seven year old. I remember that, you know what it was? It was in that. I used to have this book called Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh, yeah. They still make those. Uh But I got that book and I was like, oh my and I had that um had a whole like article about that the spontaneous human combustion yeah yeah I watched uh I think I learned about that on like one of those unsolved mystery shows or something Mm -hmm. because even back then that shit was my jam (laughs) (laughs) that's my jam well, do you guys, uh, if you guys have any comments, let us know. Like, subscribe, follow. This is Ash from Experience Required. I am Purple Trader. And, yeah, it's ending. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I know, it's a bummer. No. Um, We will be back. We will be back. With more more uh, content. Creepy stuff to talk about in honor of October. We are doing uh, one a week about five more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We... Folklore. Oh, yeah. 
That's like right. Sasquatch Lochness. Oh, and what was that one? For the like the ir the Irish changelings. The changelings. Yeah. Yep. Um Yeah. Shamanism? Oh, we talked about that. And you weren't here. Where were you? <laughs> In this episode. You missed it. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, so I don't want to make you feel that bad. <laughs> Buying Mountain Dew with Cat in the car. You, you ha That's a weird lifestyle. We can make that a, we can make that an episode. Hey, one time <laughs> I got real creeped out, and uh, I was there was a kitten involved, and I took the kitten in the car. I went to Walgreens <laughs> for a snack, so... No judgment. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so we have... Oh, and we have one about national parks. Um, turns out that one didn't have a lot of information. As much information as we thought. That one will require more research than we had time to do, but, ah, I don't want to hear it if it's bad. Is it me or her? <laughs> we are in suspense. Yeah, suspense in the making. <laughs> it's probably me. <laughs> Roseanne is probably me. <laughs> uh, I do not sound like Roseanne. I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like 90s Roseanne? <laughs> I don't know if 90s Roseanne is better than 2023 Roseanne, but... Well, she wasn't talking about uh, Hitler and the Jews and stuff in the 90s. That's true. That's true. But. Rude. <laughs> I deserve a follow for that comment, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we were going to do one about lab rats, animal testing. That's not Halloween, though. That's not Halloween, though. <clears throat> we're going to try to stick to spooky themes for October. And I may not always be here for them. But I will be back. Yeah. This is mine. My channel. She's my guest. And my BFF. What's happening to the camera? I was focusing on my hand, I think. <laughs> oh. I thought my hand was a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, she's not my neighbor. We're besties. Yeah, we're besties for the resty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Work. We met at work. <laughs> that was boring. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, it started as work friends, and then it was outside of work friends, and then she abandoned me at work. <laughs> yes, bar friends. <laughs> yeah. Then blown out knee at the bar friends. <laughs> yeah. I broke her knee. <laughs> and then... 
<laughs> so I gave her I gave her another job. Yeah. To make amends. Now we work together again, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what happened was <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, we were getting crunk, and we were out by the car. I was more crunk than her, and <laughs> and she uh, was trying to get something out of the car, and she, like, the parking lot was, like, dirt gravelly, and she, her leg, her leg went like this, except for her. Uh, just look at flamingo legs, that's what I did. I did not run her over. I don't run over best friends. I only I stepped in a dip and I slipped at the same time. And I flamingoed. Yeah. <clears throat> so her knee broke. Actually her ACL. Yeah. And then she had to get dead people put in her knee. His name's Bob. Possession. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hence the second surgery. Yeah. <laughs> she had to get two surgeries out of that. So. That was her birthday. <laughs> Does, your then, knee torque random? Does your knee torque randomly? <laughs> no, but her booty do. <laughs> himself known. Um, Bob does make himself known every once in a while <laughs> when she wants to kick someone's ass and have to hold them back. But um, not usually. But I believe it's been more than five minutes, squared mo. What does squared mo mean? You're welcome. <laughs> Nickname is short for mo. How is squared mo short for mo? Ah. Well, mo mo. Uh. Oh. Well. Thank you for following me, and you have a wonderful evening and. Check us out on the next podcast thing. Have a good night. <laughs>